Excellent. But anyway, I, I'm kind of happy I have this chest hair, I think. Hopefully because our audience are happy that you got your chest out as well, because this is the Abode of Lollocks. Welcome to the podcast Welcome. where every week a bunch of experts, myself, Ryan Prazer, get together to talk about whatever Lollocks comes to mind. To talk about Siggy's chest hair. This week, once again, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Siggy. Do you know what we're going to talk about this week? What are we we're going to talk, talk about, about something that pertains to my chest hair sublimely. Fantasy. 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 You win. Ah, that's rude. I was talking about the fans. The fans. trying to feel sexy. Oh, you're trying to appeal to their fantasy. I'm tight. And you see this? I'm closing my shirt now. Our Ryan body shamed me, so now I'm escaping. Hey, my dad will appreciate it. Okay, I'll leave it open then. Yeah. Ryan's dad, take a peek. Take a gander. and. Frank, Frankie. please. Oh, I saw Frankie. I commented on your on your YouTube comment. Frankie, you're a true G. You comment on our videos. OG fan. OG fan. Excellent, Frankie. You're the original Lollock. <laughs> That's a big title from a big man. King Lollock. Mm -hmm. All right. Fantasy. So fantasy. What what's the what's the biggest fantasy IP that comes to mind for you? What's the best? And biggest example of a fantasy world. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it's super lame, but I think that A Song of Ice and Fire is, I think, the coolest one that I've read. So I understand that this is very that this is slightly controversial. And it's very like pop, popular. Cool. Yes, but cool. I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't get into that because of it, you because got into of the incest, the fucking, and the, the yeah, the yeah. war. Yeah, I did. It's politics. true. I, I did. Yeah, the politics it's, and the books are so intricate extremely like it's a web that never stops twitching and giving you something in some random end of the web that you didn't yeah they you didn't remember there was wasn't mentioned yeah ties everything together so which is of course what i like i understand that george r, r. martin has a hard time tying this together because to me it always felt like when he's writing he's he legitimately he's literally no exactly he never had an end in mind he legitimately in my opinion what it feels like when you read it he had this scenario he built up, and then he just said, like, fuck it, I don't know what's going to happen, I'm going to roll a die. And he rolls a die, and he goes, ah, that happens. And, and he goes, of course it happens, because, and then he has to tie everything into that working, right? Fun fact, most fantasy films that you see mm -hmm. started as a tabletop RPG. But not as a specific game. Like, no, as someone's experience with an RPG game. A tabletop RPG. Explain that and provide, please, some reference. Uh, <laughs> what? So this is all that I've heard from directors and filmmakers and producers. No, that is that true. I do. Films. That is true. That's true. I've heard you that know, too. The I've rules seen, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, the conflicts mm -hmm. and all of this was based upon things from D and D, from Pathfinder, from all of these rules and from Warhammer. What do you mean about rules and stuff? So like rules of magic. Oh, right, right. Yeah, the Very rules important. of uh, each class or each skill. You know the the archetypes of characters. They all come from one other property. But but if you if you really think about it though, like if you t take just Tolkien as an example, right? Who started so much of? He's all my this. guy. He's my guy. Yeah, of course. It's Tolkien. my it's my like That's my it's, no, yeah. That is true. Like, for me too, I respect. I respect Tolkien the most for what he did, but I do think the World of Ice and Fire world for me was more interesting. Like mm -hmm. I read it as a teenager, which might have you know saucy bits and sure, violence sure, might have yeah, like yeah. attracted me a bit more. 
But I still think it's the most well-made and intricate world and, and genuinely believable and very interesting, That's in my fair. opinion. Yeah. So I like that one more, but I respect like Tolkien more for his groundbreaking work. That's it. For Tolkien, like for me, he, he made languages, bro. Yeah. Like, and he didn't just say, right, this is Finnish in disguise. He was like, no, this is Finnish mixed with Welsh, mixed with this, mixed with this, and this is Elvish. And then we have Orkish, which is like that, but backwards. And then we have this, which is, you know what I mean? Like, and the lore is incredible. It's insane. a whole story of a planet, basically. A world, a universe. Yeah. Uh, it's a creation story. It's, it's, you know. it's not necessarily a universe. It's a continent. It's, right? a, it's continent. a well thought out continent. Yes. And every part of it has its part. But it's a, it's a world. Like, it's, it's because I've seen videos on this too, where people like go into Tolkien and go into the Lord of the Rings very okay. deeply. And, and he was very, uh, he was one of those guys I was talking about in an early, earlier episode. Like one of the, you know, those scholars that I was yeah. talking about, the British yeah, yeah, yeah. ideal. That's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he knew languages, he knew culture, he knew history, he knew, he knew artifacts. Learned man. Learned man, exactly. And he, um, he I think, respected and, and took so much inspiration from all these all this history and all the, all his knowledge yeah, yeah. so he made you know he took a lot of inspiration from the bible and from christianity but also from the nordic faiths and stuff like that and he built it all and from islam and everything yeah. and he built it all into one mishmash but of his own creation and he decided to make that because it would make an epic story and i feel like that is kind of cool and groundbreaking that you build your own universe with like yeah. foundations like you make your own religion basically yeah right that's because that's it. what he did that's he invented he did. a religion and like made it made it happen well that's it he invented more than a religion yeah like you said he invented a whole world a continent yeah. at least of of cities of people of characters in those cities because he thought it, he thought it was valuable in itself the act of creating that yeah yeah that's it that's crazy wonderful stuff like the silmarillion the hobbit uh and the lord of the rings man these were the first real books that i read cover to cover more than once that's crazy though because you must have been young and those books are not well that's it I, I i got the books uh, shortly after Fellowship of the Ring was released as a movie. Yeah. Right, so it was like 2000, 2002, something yeah, like this. Um, and when I got into it, mm -hmm. I got bought books at Christmas by mm -hmm. my grandparents. And then they showed me a video, which is the animated Lord of the Rings. Yeah, with the, with the Nimoy. What's the name? Nimoy. Yeah, as the voice of Bilbo, yeah. right? Yeah. There's, there's lots of like alumni in there. Like I can't remember exactly the cast. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll get it up in a minute. But that animated version of the Lord of the Rings was actually better than the Fellowship of the Ring for me. How come? Because it had its own artistic take. It was Tolkien, but it wasn't Tolkien. Do you know what I mean? So they, like, I, I was, don't know. I didn't see the whole thing. Like, so it's done. <sighs> how can I explain? Have you ever seen a movie called The, the Black Cauldron? I think it was like Disney era. No, mm -hmm. that might have been slightly too old for you. Uh, so Anastasia. Yeah, I know Anastasia. The Anastasia. So you know how that's quite dark and gloomy yeah, yeah, yeah. parts. For, right? sure, for sure. It uses that, but it does a lot of like montage scenes 
Where they're like way. traveling and stuff. Where they're traveling, where they're in the middle of a massive battle. Right. Where it's like a montage of like these silhouettes clashing and you get a lightning flash and then you see a bit of detail. So more of a more of an artistic like an retelling house. of the story. Yeah, art house version of Lord of the Rings of sorts. Yeah. But then when you get into the character scenes, all the animations all wacky and like Gandalf's chin moves as he's talking. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Stuff a bit of like wonky this. animations from this. Yeah, story. yeah, and that's it. Like, but it's done on purpose, and for it to be done when it was on purpose, yeah. with the tools available, and with the character that it had as a as a film. This is the Lord of the Rings, the animated film. Yeah, that character was more Tolkien than the Fellowship of the Ring movie. Maybe, maybe like you, you may very well be correct in that. I read at least to me, just I, to me, just because of what I'm exposed to. We I, spoke about this before. It's all about your what you grew up in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I still like. I gotta shoot a shot though. There's a reason I think why like the the Return of the King got like what eleven Oscars or some crazy oh, yeah, crap yeah. like that. Like all the Oscars basically. Yeah, same as Endgame did. Yeah, that is not as cool. Like that, I don't respect as much. We can discuss we'll that. that one. Yeah, we can. Because that's also. But I don't know. I, yes, but I don't know. I haven't seen the film. I've seen the first two of the Avengers, but not the last two. I think. All right. Okay. It is, there is only four, right? Or is there five? Avengers official movies. Yeah, I think there's four. Four, right? So I saw the first two, but I don't think I've seen the, the last two. Right. So I can't speak completely, but I know what the first two were like, and I just don't respect what they're doing with the film medium. Like, I understand what they're doing, and it is entertaining, but I don't respect it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, going back to... Uh, Return the, of the King. Yeah, um, so I think that all those movies, at, like, to this day, I think, are the best retellings of a story from a book that Absolutely. I have ever, ever seen. Like, it will not be Absolutely. done better in a while, I think. Yeah. Peter Jackson's got a lot, lot to live up to in that sense. Like, he can never do something as good as that. No. He's tried many times and never is, He's doing Avatar, like he did, right? Is he? Yeah, I think Peter Avatar Jackson. Avatar 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about to be released. Yeah, and they have, they have five or six of them planned, but like it's, uh, it's contingent on this one being successful, the second one. Uh -huh. Yeah, they have okay. it on, like, like we'll, let's see how it goes. Have you seen uh, the Avatar script next to Pocahontas? <laughs> no, but now that you mention it... <laughs> there it was a, a meme going around at one point. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. It's based on like an actual like AI study or something, comparing Pocahontas, the Disney movie script, yeah. to <laughs> Avatar 2009 by James Cameron. Like It is very, very similar. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I gotta say, I didn't think about it. It but, is oh my ridiculous God. how one-to-one -one it is because the, like, uh, um, so the Native American culture that it is Pocahontas, yeah, yeah. that was very close to the aliens yes, in Avatar, it was, yeah, yeah. right? And, even down to the names of things. I, what are they called? Like Navu? Navi. 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 Navu. Navu is in Star Wars. Navu is a planet. And That's Navu. There's something in the Navi. Navi is the a fairy that goes with Link in Zelda. Yes, that's in Zelda. There's one Navi. But also Navu is something in Star Wars, I think. No. It's Nav not Navu. Navu is, is uh, the green planet where you fight in the Star Wars. Yeah, where the Gungans, Gungans are. Yes, exactly. That's where the Gungans come from. It's always a bigger fish. Big boss. Yeah. Big, what's his name? Big. Ah, oh, man. Big the 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 guy. The the <laughs> yes, exactly. Jar Jar is Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nos Nas. 
I don't know, but Nauvoo. No, the Boss Nauvoo. Nast? I know. Do you know? I know where Nauvoo is from. What's that? What's Boss Nass? I don't know Boss Nass, but I know. Boss Nass is the name. Oh, of his name is the guy. I yeah, see, yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. He's the guy. No, Nauvoo is uh, the name of. Uh, do you know? This is sci-fi, not not fantasy. It's fantasy, man. It's science, which is like. <laughs> no, there's know, a, like there's, a be, there's a thing to be said about Star Wars being more of a fantasy oh, yeah, than definitely. it is like uh, than it is. Oh space. yeah, because like, it's a long, long time ago in a galaxy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. The, all, the funniest thing about Star Wars, <laughs> by the way, this is such so many tangents, but the funniest thing about Star Wars is that they're legitimately using, if you think about it, they are using exactly uh, World War II technology. That's exactly what they're using. The radios, the trucks they're riding around on, how all the physics work and everything. Everything is specifically World War II. It's literally Nazis versus non-Nazis with samurais thrown in. And that's like, that's that. Anyway, so that's funny. George um, Lucas is a genius. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like, nothing's original anymore. Even this fucking podcast is not original, you know? There's, there's so many things <laughs> out there. There's us. We're pretty original. That's, yeah, we're okay. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah. What does it say on your shirt, by the way? Suit's not dead. It means the bowel's not empty. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure no, it's, out. It's, it's from Usudu. The bar in... Yeah, I know. Um, I know yeah, Usudu. Yeah. It's a place where I spend a lot of time. Muslika, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Oh, it's in, by Lazarska, right? Yeah, yeah. Like right on the Oh, I live in Bodichkova, by the way. Or like, yeah. Anyway, I was like, talking about something. I was talking about, about a lot of things. You yeah. went from Lord of the Rings to I went Star everywhere, Wars sorry. I went so many times. Nauvoo! Okay, so Nauvoo is from. Um, do you know. Uh, the Muffin Man. Uh, the Expanse. Uh, so The Expanse is uh, a show on it's HBO, I'm pretty sure. I think it's on HBO. It might be on Amazon. But it's a sci-fi, um, pretty realistic, like 300 years in the future. And uh, uh, they're like, they have expanded onto Mars and into the belt. And the belt and Mars and Earth are like three different nations. And they're vying for power in the solar system. And then like... The belt. The belt, like the belt, the asteroid belt. Oh, that's okay. between like Jupiter and uh, Mars. So... Um, they have like different nations vying for power in the solar system and then uh, an alien uh, they discover an alien kind of like bug or something and I'm not going to say more than that but anyway the Nauvoo is the ship that the Mormons have have uh, collected so much money for in the future they built the biggest ship in human history and they're going to shoot it at Alpha Centauri at a star at a close by star yeah, so that's... So, no. this to me sounds like random dice tables of stories. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going <laughs> through Mormons. a folder here where basically... The Mormons are shooting a spaceship to Alpha Centauri. <laughs> that's a very randomized story. Do you know what I mean? It's I so random. I hear you. But it also makes sense with the story in the books. They make it make sense. Like make George R.R. R. Martin tried to. I think you like. I think you have to respect George R. R. Martin for his craft. He has mean, done. He has done excellent work. He's I don't just need extremely. To do nothing with George R. R. Martin. He's nothing to do. Have with you me. seen his? <laughs> okay, this is going to be maybe slightly controversial too. But I have you seen here. his uh, interview with? Um... A vampire. No, uh, he's got. <laughs> it's not vampires anywhere. There's a. Uh, he has an, an interview with Stephen King. He's on the same interview with Stephen King. And they're, like, talking with each other about writing. And I respect Stephen King deeply. Right. Like, Stephen King, he has one idea per book. He writes it punchy, fast, 
you know, you get what's going on. He builds it in a nice way and he finishes it brutally and nicely. And then that, that story is done. Next book, next story. You know, what's the next topic? George R. R. Martin encompasses a universe in his books. You know what I'm saying? Every single one of his books is so complicated. It's uh, five so far. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Have you heard of an author called Darren Shan? No. All right. Never mind. Continue. Um, anyway, so they're talking with each other. And, and George R. R. Martin has a very squeaky voice. <laughs> he has a very little, like, yeah, I think I, I, I sit there. I don't like the, I don't like modern, modern uh, editing programs because they try to fix what I'm writing and I want to like... So that's him. And, and then Stephen King is there like, so I do this and this and this when I write, you know, what's your process? And he goes like, uh, you know, I, uh, it, it comes to me, but it's, it's uh, you know, it takes a lot of time. I sit there and, during, and, and um, Stephen King is just like, I don't know what Bruh. to say, man. <laughs> Bro, anyway, are so you funny. even an author? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's so funny seeing the two of them because they have so different styles and they're both really good authors, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm still fine. But he's very story. wimpy and he, he doesn't he doesn't offer a lot of confidence in him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he doesn't, yeah, yeah. He doesn't he inspire confidence. Like You look as if he's going to die before like, he finishes the book. I read half of the first uh, song of blah 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 what's it song of ice and fire yeah yeah I read half of the first one mm -hmm. and it was a story about random NPCs that I could not give a fuck about less you know it wasn't the, the people in the story that is 12, super that is super pages. rude though what are you talking about that every single one of those people give you absolutely crucial information about the story yeah but they not do. in a and way they, that's entertaining it was entertaining to me okay. like you just gotta like that is not fair it was extremely, extremely well thought out, everything. Like, okay. everybody had... And everybody goes through such crap in different parts of, like, the, you know, the universe and the world and stuff that all ties together and is very important for the grand picture. Like, he's very good at picking these people who do little things in little spots, and yet you see hints of what's going on on the big scale. So you never lose track of what's going on in the world. Sure. But you see like what's going on in the on the ground. I get I that, like that. I don't need twenty pages of NPC where I know that the the book's supposed to get to dragons and politics and stuff when it's talking about a general in the mountain who's had no wanks in four days or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It it was a lot of not for you. Fluff. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, yeah fluff. To you, like I like yeah, the yeah, world. That's it. Like, like, I really like the death. death if yeah. you care. Yeah, exactly. And he and never managed so to get to the me caring. This is part. really nice, though, because like we both. I understand it. I respect, yeah, respect it, it. But yeah, but like, disagree. Yeah, disagree. for sure. That's really nice. So what you have in front of you, see, mm -hmm. is a random dice generator table that <laughs> I've that. made of <laughs> fantasy stories. Now it wasn't just me. Should I read some of these out loud? Uh, no, I'm not. Gonna. This this was me working with my students at the time. They're students between seven and fourteen years old. And we had a performance to put on of our own, and we were like, hmm, what would you like to do? And they're like, we don't like theatre, we don't watch anything, uh, we watch YouTube, can we be PewDiePie? And I'm like, no. So, what we did is, we, I came up with a few categories, you can read them out for the people, Siggy, if you can see them. Yeah, okay, so he's got... I th it looks like he's got four different D20 rolls here, basically. Mm -hmm. Basically, okay. Essentially, Essentially, doing what dungeon masters do, which is use dice 
to tell a story. Yeah, and uh, he's so, got a lot of different options. So he's got village slash setting is one option. So we got to roll a die to get to figure out where we're set. Um, we have something that's called a house. I'm guessing that's like what crew you're with. Where they live, right? No, it's where they live. It's literally the so the story was that the the group were a family, uh-huh. and they had to overcome an obstacle to get. Okay. But they all have superpowers. Aha! Well, so this is the exact setting in which they live apparently. And then we have superpowers. <laughs> okay. And there's a conflict. Yes. My God. There has, there, without conflict, no story. no story. No story, guys. Remember. Remember, every story needs a conflict. Mm-hmm. So these are the basics that I have always used to make uh, any kind of writing piece. So you have a setting, you have a reason for the story, as in your conflict, mm-hmm. and then you have a background on the character, which is the superpower thing. This is what and the, the basic characters are. Yeah, the house was an extra thing, but the three things are setting, like arc, and character you know those are of course three big things that will set you up for a story so let's just see what we get <clears throat> after a few dice rolls here um okay you're gonna write down what i I'm, get yeah here you go d20 for you okay i'm rolling in all my papers i hope that's okay first roll guys this is going to be for the village slash setting nat 20 five what is a five five is Ice cream land. Ice cream. It is ice cream land. We are. A, 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 That's cool. A boating in. A boating in. <laughs> We're lollocking. We're a boat. We're lollocking around. Frolicking, lollocking. There oh, you go. we frolic the lollocks. Right, okay. so that's the setting. So I'm gonna go for the house next. Where do I live? House. Fifteen. I live in the magic house. Magic house? I'm in the magic house in the ice cream land. That's very nondescript. Okay. So open to improvisation. <clears throat> I have a superpower, and my superpower B 16. 16. Healing! I heal. You I am heal. a healer from the magic house in ice cream land. You're a healy ice cream boy. Okay, and now here comes the juicy bit. I need to figure out why I'm in this story. Oh shit. Whoa. Nine. Nine, yes. Nine. I laugh at everything. <laughs> what way do I laugh? Do I laugh in different ways? Well, that's <laughs> up to us. Roll <laughs> <laughs> another conflict. Another conflict, okay. 13, what do we got? Gran- granny scratches long nails. So your granny has long nails and she, and she scratches, scratches you. me. This seems like she's, she's truly <laughs> treating me abhorrently. How okay. will I ever get away with this trauma? Uh, I'm going to get you to roll another setting as well. <laughs> what are you doing? 19. Uh, caves will, with jewels. Caves with jewels. Okay, caves with jewels. Um, I'm in the magic house. Alright, so. Let's go. We'll, we'll go to the story after, but let's make your character. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Your superpower is healing. Yes. But, 
what is your number one fantasy race? Your your class? Who would you be if you had the chance to be a fantasy character? I feel like I want to be. Or at least, let's do it this way, a fantasy character in Ice Cream Land living in a magic house. Oh, fuck me. I'm going to be a <laughs> happy Cornetto cone. You are a happy Cornetto cone. Yeah. All right. So one morning, you wake up in your happy Cornetto cone, yeah. and you get a call from your grandpa. And he's like, Granny's sick, you need to come over, and you need to give her all the hugs in the world. I, I, I say, Gramps, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gramps, but I, I, I'm quite busy today. I... All right, all right, that's fine. She's quite busy too, scratching my eyeballs out. Help me, Siggy! Help me! <laughs> no, Gramps! <laughs> Help me! My eyes! I'm blind, Siggy! Stop talking! You're freaking me out! <laughs> Click! Okay, uh, I panic. Wake up in your magic house. What's your magic house like? My magic house? Um, what can your magic house do? Why is it magic? Um, because it... It's it's forever growing. It's like one of the it's like it's like soft ice cream. You know those ice creams you get from the from the stand at the market. Right. You know ice creams, and it just keeps making more and more of itself. So it's right now it's like three three thousand meters tall and stuff, but it keeps growing. It's been growing for like a thousand years. So that's another problem is that you're gonna take over the world with your house eventually. Eventually, but the, like the world. What happens big. to the stuff that gets inside your house, or what happens when the house is expanded? Does no, it break stuff, or does it? No, 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 like, there's, there's, you know, like, three rooms there, you know, there's, there's my room, and then there's mom and pop, and, and that's it. But it's I'm getting bigger and bigger and bigger, Yes, right? but the house isn't, like, the, it's only the outside, it's spewing, it's spewing from its, like, chimney. It's okay, so the stuff's spewing from the chimney, yeah, like, it's just fire extinguisher. Yeah, so I have to go out, I, it's my job to, like, go and, like, shovel away some ice this cream. This is ice cream. Ah, so yeah. your, your house is the reason for the ice cream. Yeah, it's so much ice cream. It just ah, keeps growing. Ah, I see. Okay, so let's say that your granny is down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get there? I grab a flopsh of that ice cream that we have. We have a big ice cream pile where I like discard all the ice cream that's in the way of the door. So I put that on the ground and... Uh, what does a cornetto look like? A and you start sliding down. Point I first. shoot it point first. Point, point first. first. And definitely. Can I have to roll for something, yes. Yeah, roll what, for it. What roll okay, roll for the skill of like I would say because you're aerodynamic and you're a cone, you get plus two bonus to this roll. What's the difficulty? Oh Are you not gonna tell me? The difficulties after. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh shit. So this is count, this still counts. Mile long hill and Siggy the six. Cornetto is sliding down. So you get eight. I get eight. What do I what do I do? What All right. So you slide down uh, and uh, you bump into the wheel of a car and it ends up flipping you. And instead of sliding down, you end up spinning and rolling. Oh down. no! You I'm so not made for a that. A cone cornetto that is becoming a ball of ice cream. Oh fuck! What do you do as you're spinning? How do you stop? I'm riding. I'm screaming. But how do you stop? I can't Remember, stop. you laugh at everything. So. I laugh. I laugh <laughs> so, so much. I think I'm gonna die. Yeah. Roll for laughter. Okay. 
Uh, a nine. <laughs> nine. Uh, because you laugh at everything, I'll give you a plus five. For this. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So fourteen. Yeah. All right. That's a success. So okay. you start laughing so hard that the ice cream just vibrates off of you, and you mm. just you just end up like slowing down and like eventually bumping your elbows on the ice creamy road mm-hmm. and like coming to a stop at the bottom. You see mm-hmm. Granny's house just in front of you. It's pink and purple with gingerbread doors and a candy cane. I start cross on the ex- entrance. I start going. <laughs> I don't want to see Granny. <laughs> she killed Grandpa. <laughs> you go towards the yeah. big cross of candy canes and okay. you try to open the door. It's locked. I walk away. You walk. I away. tried. I tried. It didn't work. It was locked. Obviously, they're busy. They don't want to see me. Roll for random event. Random event. Okay. Uh, and then give 17. Me this. 17. 17. <laughs> Time suddenly stops. Everything else around you is frozen. Okay. You are alive and moving. Mm-hmm. You notice the trees, they stop blowing their little ice cream. Your little puffs of hazelnuts are not moving in the wind anymore. Your cornetto head is still for the first time in a long time. Time stopped. What I, are you doing? I turn towards the house. Mm, you turn towards the house? I do. I look the at candy it. canes slowly open up. Transfixed. The door. I go. <laughs> you go towards the door. <laughs> It goes further away from you. It starts stretching. It's stretching. I start running towards it. You start running towards it. You feel yourself getting compressed and smaller and smaller. Roll for dexterity. Let's see how small you can get. Eight. Eight? You're not very dexterous as an ice cream cone. No. You go through and you feel the hazelnuts are getting locked off. The little bits of chocolate that you have that are melted and dried and and solidified on top of your head, they're crumbling off piece by piece as you're running down this corridor and your head is literally being shaved. There's a lot of concrete. You hear... (laughs) Coming from the door. What do you do? I fall up on the floor and I cry. You cry laughing or you laugh crying? You're laugh crying, roll for laugh crying. I'm losing my mind. I'll give you a plus five again. Ooh, 24, baby! 24, alright. You curl up in a ball, and then roll again for random event. Random event. 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Time resumes all uh. around you. The door rushes towards you, and... Oh, hello, dearie. It's good to see you again. Hi, <laughs> Grandma! It's... Would you come inside for a cup of tea and a pie? I guess I have to! <laughs> you go inside for a cup of tea and a pie. You look around, you have a sniff. Roll for sniff. Sniff roll. Four. Four? Yes. Mmm, pie. Mmm. You go towards the smell of the pie. I love pie, Grandma! Oh, yes, we were going to put you in a pie when you were born, but we couldn't eat you in one go. You were so chubby. Ah, you always say these things, Grandma. You freak me out. She gets 
takes a pie out of the oven, she puts it on the thing, she begins carving it, and you see this strawberry red jam erupt and explode over the side. Grandma, of the where's Grandpa? Oh, he'll be around soon. You'll feel him very close, no worry. And uh, you go and you sit down at the dining table in the little kitchen area. Red and white checkered dishcloth over it. You sit down and Grandma gives you some pie. I think I know what's in this pie, Ryan. Would you like some custard, dearie? Can I say no? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. No? <laughs> you don't like my custard. No, Grandma! <laughs> you've always freaked me out and I think you've murdered Grandpa! What are you talking about, dearie? Grandpa's just upstairs. You can go and see him. I go and see Grandpa. You go and see Grandpa? Yeah. As you do, you hear a noise in the kitchen. <laughs> of nails on steel as your grandma's cleaning the pie tin with her excessively long nails. <laughs> you go upstairs. You go to Grandpa's room. You knock on the door or do you just try and enter? I look behind my... First of all, I do want to specify that I do look behind my shoulder every five seconds in case Grandma's Grandma's long nails. She's she's cleaning. She's cleaning in the kitchen. You hear the scraping on the dishes as she's got the sponge in her hand. I knock first. But it's also scratching the pan. I I knock first, yes. Grandpa! (laughs) It's me! (laughs) Are you there? I, 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 I open the door. I open the door a little bit. You open the door a little bit? Yeah. A great puff of smoke erupts from the room. Okay. You can't really see. You go inside, your eyes are watering. You're inside, you're trying to go in? Yeah. Alright. You go in, roll for perception. Let's see what you see. Okay. 15. Right, give me a plus 2 for that. 17. Okay. So... You, in your little ice cream cone body, yeah. you're going towards Grandpa's room, you go in towards his bed. Do I want to be here? You smell marshmallows? What was Grandpa? Tell me, what was Grandpa? What is that? Ryan, what was Grandpa? Was he a marshmallow? That's like toasted ice cream? Have they been... Has you she go? You go to the bed, and you, you you're trying to claw your way through this puff of smoke. You clear enough eventually, and you see Grandpa laying on the bed, stone cold. But he's an ice cream. Is that good or bad, Ryan? His head has melted a little bit. He's got no chocolate bits left. He's got no hazelnut left. In fact, all you see. It's just the plain cone with smoke erupting from the top of it. Grandpa's eyes are gone. They're not there. I whip around and look at the door. No one's at the door. Grandpa's just there. When he breathes, there's a bit of smoke coming out. I try to go and shake him, shake him up. You shake him, he's like, shake him. Ah! He's what, boy? What? <laughs> What are you doing to me? Grandpa, you scared me. 
she made me a pie and it was full of weed, man. <laughs> what the fuck, Grandpa? <laughs> <Let's> stop there. Grandpa. <laughs> We'll stop there. That is how your ice cream grandpa got high. Is he? Was he gonna like? Uh, <laughs> was he gonna introduce me to weed? Yeah, probably. You probably sit down and take a puff from his cone. Holy shit! Inhale that. Get high with your gramps. That's very adult of him to do that. Why does <laughs> Grammy? Why does grandma not cut her nails? Ah, uh, because it's, it's better for holding the pie tin. She doesn't have to burn her fingers. This was excellent. So happens had a happy ending. <laughs> I thought I was going to get murdered. I thought I, ice cream cone was gonna die. But that's that's storytelling, man. You gotta have one swerve in there. That's how you get them into the end. Oh. And hopefully you guys at home enjoyed our little fantasy romp. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Ryan. Ryan took a run away with my heart there. This has been Siggy, who's about to have a heart attack. No, it's done now. But I can show you where it would have happened. <laughs> this is where my heart is. Right? Stop it. It's blinding the audience. No, well, I mean, you know. All right. Any I've final seen... words, Siggy? Balls. Balls. Thanks for joining us on the Abode of Lollocks. Subscribe, like, and give us a review. Balls. Balls!